I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, a virtual studio and community that exists to merge astrology, mindfulness, and meditation. My intention is to support your spiritual well-being to allow yourself to come back into harmony. I'm an astrologer and mindfulness meditation teacher, and I created this podcast for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention through astrology. I want to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so that you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life that you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Be Mindful Podcast. Um, It's just me today doing a solo episode. Um, We have, we have, it's just me that runs the podcast, but I always joke when I say we that it's like there's multiple of me because I'm a Gemini. Anyway, um, there's a bunch of interviews that I have scheduled for like the upcoming months. I'm sort of reducing the number of interviews that I do. Um, At the beginning of the year, I was doing like four, five interviews for a Zodiac season. Um, and now it's been reduced down to like one or two. So there's that. But um, thank you for listening and tuning into today's episode. It's going up during Libra season. How are we doing in Libra season? Um, this is going to go up during Mercury retrograde. I am pre-recording, of course. Um so yeah, how's your Mercury retrograde going so far? Um, it's in the sign of Libra. So fun. It'll probably make us take a look at our relationships, partnerships, all of that fun stuff. And then also look back to like what was going on for the Gemini Mercury retrograde and then the Aquarius Mercury retrograde as well. So like the February and like the May-June one. Uh, and kind of just because things could repeat. Mercury is like the the trickster planet and who knows what tricks they're going to they're going to play on us this season, but um I am on here you already know from the title of the episode. This episode is dedicated to my book. Now, I've wanted I've been wanting to write a book for a very long time. Um, since I was like a kid, I've wanted to be like an author and I don't really know. Well, now I kind of know because of astrology, but I never really knew where that, that like desire came from to like be an author, to publish a book, to like, like write like thousands of words. Like how would I do that? Right? Like I didn't really know how or why I wanted to do that, but I always did. Now after diving into my, uh, natal chart, the last, however many years I've been doing it, over almost three years now. And then because like I teach astrology, I have my courses, my classes, my uh, community membership. Um, When this episode's up, readings are like not available to book. There will be the wait list, but I've done the readings too. And um, I totally lost my train of thought where I was going with that. So fun. It's like it's Mercury retrograde as I'm recording this. Oh my goodness. Um, totally lost my train of thought. So I do all these things. Okay. With astrology. Cool. Okay. And within my chart, I was saying I'm always learning new things, but astrology, even though I like, I teach it, I am always a student first as well. That's where, that's where I was going with that. Okay. 
But as like the deeper I, st- I study my chart, like sometimes you can overlook things or like every time you – like let's say you look at your chart weekly and try to find something new about it. Like let's say we're that into astrology. Um, you're going to see something new all the time. Like like one month I was really, really focused on like Chiron and I discovered – and I'm like how did I not see this before? But it's like you're – in that moment, you're being guided to see like what you're, you're meant to see. And I look at my Chiron and I'm like oh my gosh – my Chiron's in Libra, so this is very fitting that I'm mentioning mentioning it in Libra season. But I'm like, oh my goodness, Chiron in Libra at 26 degrees. And I'm a 26 degree Cancer ascendant, which makes my descendant 26 degrees Capricorn. I'm like, oh my goodness. Because when the way I learned astrology, we didn't really talk about Chiron. We only focused in on those 10 planets and then the ascendant. And I was like, I have an exact freaking square from my Chiron to the Ascendant and then Chiron to the Descendant. And it's kind of even like a – I don't know if it would be like a T-square because your Ascendant and Descendant obviously pose. Like that's the – that's that like darker line in the center of your chart. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this means something. I'm like, this this has to mean something. And I like – I read and I – and I read and read about it. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so seen by this information. And um, I don't really want to share what the information was, but I was like, oh my goodness, like freaky. But it's like, how how was that not one of the first things I saw? Well, that's because you don't dive into the degrees of things right when you're studying astrology. Degree theory is something that I've been studying as well, which is so cool. Um yeah, so cool. My son is at like eight degrees, which means I have like the Scorpio energy to my Gemini, which is so fun, which probably explains why I'm into like transformation, studying human behavior and like all of the stuff kind of like psychology related things like astrology and connecting the dots. And I like it's it's really cool to see how it like we all kind of work and the charts like a way to like figure out how people work. It's just, I find it very fascinating. I have two, well, I have two eighth house placements. If we're looking at whole sign chart, I have one eighth house placement. If we're looking at the Placidus, that's something I've also really been getting into. I'm like, there's Placidus and there's whole signs and like the whole sign chart really moves my like it moves a lot of my placements like it moves a lot of them like it changes where my son is which completely changes like <laughs> I feel like my identity but I can see how it it, it, it makes sense like it, it makes a lot of sense actually um it moves some things but my north node stays the same which I'm going to talk about today and then my Saturn stays the same too so I'm like hmm, okay um it just moves some of my personal planets around and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. But anyway, the degree theory is like really cool to look into. I was talking about the two plants and like I have stuff in the eighth house and I have that eight degree um, Gemini sun. So I'm like I have that little bit of Scorpion influence even though I have absolutely no planets in Scorpio. I have no placements, like no planets in Scorpio or in Leo, but I have – do I have stuff – in the the Scorpio and Leo houses. If we're looking at Plastis, I have something in the Leo house. If we're not, like, I don't. See, it's very, like, I'm going to do a workshop probably in the future, like, comparing the charts. I don't know which system I like better, 
but the aspects of all the planets like stay the same. So all the crazy lines in the middle, like that stays the same when you look at your chart. It's just kind of like shifts so that all the houses are equal. Um, it's just because I start at like a 26 degree ascendant. So like a lot of my first house has Leo and a lot of my um, 12th house is Cancer, even though it really should be Gemini. Like there's all this stuff, but um, I, I've only read in Placidus. So maybe when the readings come back, I might be reading whole sign. I don't know. They both, it's just a different tool. Like all of this stuff, like it's just a different tool, right? Your chart is a tool, but if you want to look at a different house system, it's like, it's still a tool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was talking about the North Node. So the North Node is in, my North Node is in the third house. That's what I'll say first because I was probably trying to say that like five minutes ago when I started this. Um, my North Node is in the third house, which is the Gemini house, which is the house of communication and like talking, listening, short-term travel, um, like just sharing information, networking, maybe hosting a podcast, maybe writing a book, teaching classes, courses, um, all of these things. And these are things – the word communication has always – come to me. Like I've worked in marketing since I could work in marketing. Um, I started a blog when I was like 18 to document, like create a marketing portfolio. And I've always been drawn to like the communicative arts, if you will. And um, because I can just naturally do it. It's like when you're at a job interview and they ask you like, what are your like skills? And I'd say, well, one of my skills is communication. And they're like, well, how? Why give us an example? And I'd love to just tell them, I'm a Gemini. I can do it. Trust me. Now, that obviously in the world that we live in, it's not really going to fly. But it's like I always say like, oh, you know, I've always done communication things. And then I will list them off and I'll just say I really just do like talking. And then that can translate into, into writing, right? So, yeah, I mean it, it, it can because like – it's yeah. So communication always a big thing for me. So I've always tried to, wanted to write a book, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's because I have the the North Node in the third house, right? I'm like, yeah, makes sense. Let's do it. And I recently moved. Well, not when this goes out. Like I moved a bit ago in the spring, and you, like going through things, like doing a clear out, because like if you declutter before you move, you have less stuff to move. And I found my like, this is a way throwback. Gemini also rules like siblings, really close circle of like friends, immediate family, stuff like that. But I found me and my brother, that's why I say that we we're going through my like bins of stuff that I have. Cancer rising, tiny but sentimental here. Um, of stuff from like my childhood. Like some stuff you just can't throw out, you know? But there's a bunch of like I because I am I have a Gemini energy and even Virgo energy. You wouldn't believe how many like random scraps of paper that I had in bins, like papers. Like I ask like Lisa, past self Lisa, why are we saving paper? Even now every month I have to go through my little desk area because I have papers just written down with all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I have this Google doc called like scrap paper, like ideas. And I just type everything into it because it's just, it's, it's crazy. So we're going through my bins and I found the way throwback, my elementary school, like I'm doing air quotes here, yearbook with I such a small 
group of us, but I was on the yearbook. I helped make it. And even in high school, I was on yearbook, which is like a way to communicate the year, you know. And it's funny because I would do design and photography and then I ended up running a social media agency. It's really interesting. Um, I've had that thought before and I'm like, oh my goodness. So everything's connected. Like, yeah. So in my like little thing, it said like in 10 years, like we had these little prompts, like nicknames, favorite food, favorite color, weird things like that. Um, my favorite food is chocolate covered strawberries. I don't know what it said there, but that's my current favorite food. And my favorite color is like this turquoise teal. I, I yeah, I just had to answer those cause I said them. And so it said in 10 years, I want to be, and it was really funny. I, cause I was looking through some of the people like I grew up with and their responses were hilarious. It was like in 10 years, I will be 24. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm 24 right now as I'm recording this. And, and then some people are like, in 10 years, I'd be happy. And I'm like, that's literally the best thing to say. Like, in 10 years, you want to be happy. But in my mindset, in 10 years, I will be a published author. And I was like, holy crap. Like, yeah, you actually will. Now, I, had, I totally forgot I wrote this down, right? I was like, what the hell? I totally forgot I wrote that down. And I was like, literally, my book was like <laughs> – done being edited and we were going into the design process and I was like what the heck like this is crazy I'm like how did that happen right and I'm like was that like a manifestation or but I've had different like book titles you know percolating and I finally settled on one and you're going to see this in the show notes. It might even be like the name of the episode. I don't know. But my book is called Don't Tell Me What to Do, Astrology, Mindfulness, and the Entrepreneur. Now, when I was like 14, did I know I was going to write a book about astrology and mindfulness and like business and how I bring the woo-woo? In- oh, my God. I got really close to the mic there. I'm so sorry. How I bring the woo-woo into everything. I just get really excited about the woo-woo. I love the woo-woo. That's why it makes sense. I think I might have an eighth – I mean a, a 12th house sun. You know what I mean? That Pisces energy. But I got the Pisces moon, so I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I probably need to talk to like another astrologer about the, the – uh, the whole house system or the plastics, but I've only had my chart read plastics. Maybe I need to get my chart read for someone with whole signs. Maybe I should do that. I'll go write that down on my millions of pieces of paper. So I wish I could like show you the book, but just go on Insta. The book will be there. So the cover is like me, my designer, shout out to Danielle Labonte. She's going to be on the podcast for labor season. She may have already, her episode may have already gone up. So she designed it and it's like me meditating at my desk with my needle chart up because that's how you run a business, okay? That's how you that's how we live our lives mindfully. So the titles don't tell me what to do. In the book I explain it. But it's basically like you are the authority of your own life. Do not let anybody tell you what to do. Like don't I mean people can inspire you, but don't be living your life for someone else. Don't let other people over influence you. Like you're not living for you know, your parents. Yes, you want to make them proud, but it's not their life. It's it's your life. And or like your friends or your siblings or whoever. You're it's your life. Do what you wanna do. And um with the the time that my book is coming out though with this title though, and I've wanted the book has been this title the whole year, like back in January when I started creating this, even maybe December twenty twenty, like 
it's very interesting in the world because it's, it's a very Aquarian theme. My Mercury is in Taurus. So Taurus is very stubborn energy. My mind is very like once it's made up, you're not changing it. Um, now, again, it's in the 10th house. If we look at Plastis, it's in the 11th house if we look at whole signs. And that honestly just really makes sense. <laughs> it's like double fixed energy and the don't tell me what to do. My grandma's the one that taught me this thing. She is so much Scorpio energy and you can't tell her what to do. And I've guess grown, I've grown up with her saying that. And, um, I just say it, I think it's in my genes. I probably have that sense in the book, but, um, with the way the world is right now and with this Aquarian theme that we have going on because Jupiter and Saturn right now look at the world right now do not let anybody tell you what to do okay don't I'm not going to say anything I'll just say that live how you want to live and make choices based on your own knowing and your own intuition don't be swayed by anybody or any media platform like do what you want to do because it's the choice you want right and in life that could be like um, working for yourself, which is the business, which is what the book really is about. It's like taking all of these woo-woo things and bringing them into a business. Because really, when you're a business owner, I mean, I have these Scorp- the Scorpio energy in my chart, chart, which I never really understood before. But I'm so into personal development, like so into it. Like we should always be evolving and transforming and bettering ourselves, right? And when you're an entrepreneur, you are your own boss, and you are the one calling the shot. So if you're not feeling your best, how the hell are you going to run your business? You know what I mean? And I started my business when I was 20 years old. We go into this in the book and it's like, did I have any idea what the F I was doing? I can't start my podcast. It's just not part of my brand. But like in real life I do. But like, did I know what the F I was doing when I was 20? No. I've done two grant programs and they have been tremendous in like helping me, but the information is very linear. It's very like you do this, then you do this, then you do that. It's like cool. And it's great to have the foundations. I have a formal dis- disclosure in my book that talks about like you have to have your masculine structure set up in the business, right? But what I what I really go over in the book, it's, it's way more woo-woo. It's way more feminine. It's way more like uh, sick what's the word the cycles cyclical nature as opposed to like every day you do this it's like sure you have your routines but like i'm a big believer of go with the flow i got five planets immutable energy they're in the mutable mode but yeah okay i don't know where it's going off there i got a little like heated about things i'm very passionate about working for yourself um because it's like really all i've ever known recently big change in my life i am changing things up and when this is recorded, like when this goes up, I will be working a, I'm doing air quotes like nine to five, but it's work from home. So it's cool. But it's in my field of marketing because I was trying to build that social media agency. And then I was like, mm, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to do my woo-woo business. But like I need stability and structure in some way because of the way that the world is is built. Like, um, like how we – everything – cost money so like you need to be making consistent money to live and so I have like a full-time marketing job now it's very interesting I feel like it's it's a transformative process that's how I'm sort of looking at it um but by having this job this transformative process it'll allow me to stop hunting down those like social media marketing clients I can just like 
do the work for an agency full time. And then they're the ones hunting down the clients and I don't have to do that. And then evenings and weekends, you know, I'm teaching astrology classes, you know, I'm leading meditations, you know, I'm doing all my woo-woo. And I'm most likely, it's my goal to probably bring woo-woo into this workplace. I'm going to lead a meditation and I'm going to know everyone's zodiac sign, like predicting it. I'm recording this before I like even start the job. So I'm going to go through the book. Oh, but I'm saying even though, oh God, I distracted myself. So even though, you know, like I'm going to now have this like quote unquote, because nothing is like permanent or stable. Um, even though I'm going to have this like more permanent role, I'm not going to stop building my business. I'm not going to stop earning my own revenue and money. And it's, I just, it's like, you can't have one revenue stream. You got to have multiple revenue streams. For me, having an Aries Medheaven, Aries Saturn, and being a Gemini, I just like to do more than one thing. So for me, it's like fun. But like, if you have a hobby or you are like artistic. I know some people when it comes to their art and their craft and things that they make, you know, they don't see it as a business. But it's like you don't have to treat it at the at the beginning like a, a big business. It can be like you go to work every day and then evenings and weekends you do vir- maybe virtual markets now, but go to markets or like try to get your stuff in a little store, sell it on Etsy, sell it online somehow, just have an Instagram where you sell stuff, sell your stuff, whether it's a product or a service, try selling it, see what happens. Like you shouldn't, and again, this goes with the theme, don't tell me what to do. Like you shouldn't be reliant on other people all the time. There's that like independent self-reliance that we need to have. And it really is my life lesson at Saturn and Aries. And it's something I'm really, really tapping into right now. I have an Aries teacher. Um, and I, I love her Aries energy because I'm just like, yes, I need this because I need to be, I need to be reminded of this, of these things. But, um, yeah, like why just have the nine to five when you could be making more, doing more. And how I look at it is like, you're impacting more people, right? So the work that I do, my goal is so that my goal is for like so many people to know astrology. I don't know exact number, but I want so many people to know astrology. I want them to know their tricks. I want them to know themselves. I want them to make freaking decisions that feel great for them. So they're not listening to other people and they can be like, don't tell me what to do. I know myself. Thank you. I don't need your, I don't need your input right now. Thank you. Right. Or like, um, they come to meditation class. They're like, I feel so grounded and calm. Like I receive messages after, my my classes and and I get this like feedback and it's great. I'm like they feel calm now. This is amazing. Like that makes me so happy that they feel calm. I'm like after meditation, goal like achieved. We have a calm person in the world now. Let's let's make more people calm, right? And so it's like you know, that's how I like view what I do. So it's like I don't know. It's like we limit ourselves. Like don't limit yourself. If you have a goal in mind, like you want to take a trip somewhere or you want to like buy a new couch or you want to like start shopping organic food or something. I don't know. But you're like, oh, that's not my budget right now. But you have a skill that you can go put out into the world and like sell a product or service so that you can like get the couch, go on the trip or start buying organic food. Like why the hell aren't you doing that? Like go start a business. I I kind of push and that's that area. That's that Aries Midheaven. I will push people a little bit like by people, I mean friends and family because I like see their potential and I'm like, come on, let's go, let's do it. I'm snapping. And, and then they like, they might not. And I'm like, oh my God, come on. I see your potential. Like you can do this. And it's like, they don't believe. And it's like, they'll do it when they're ready. But it's like, 
even with like my mom, I'm trying to get her to start her own little Reiki business forever. She won't do it. She she just, she puts all of these thoughts or she says all these things like no one will want to book with me. No one will do this. No one will do that. And I'm like, oh my God, I started making money from like, like, I don't even know how I did it when I was 20 being self-employed. I don't know how the hell I did it. I was managing social media accounts. It wasn't even really like a thing. People were paying for it because it helped their business. Did I know if I was going to get clients? No. Did I try anyway? Yeah. So even when I started putting out astrology readings, did I know if people were going to book them? I had no freaking idea. Now, when my when the first person booked it, I was like, oh my gosh, shout out to Devin at Explore Wellbeing Co. She was my first needle chart reading and she took a chance on me. And that was like, I was like, yes, oh my gosh. And I had such a great time doing reading with Devin. And I've done so many more since then. And now I teach. And it's just like, there are people out there that will book with you, okay? You just got to believe in yourself first and work with your own energy and do that work, that astrology, that mindfulness, that meditation, so that you can be your best self while being your own boss, right? So I'm trying to think now, even my brother, he's in the financial accounting world. And I'm like, do your own thing. I'm like, find one client and do some accounting financial stuff. I don't even know, but like, go do something for them. Find one client, get a little residual income going on, right? Or, um, or my friends, she does tarot. I'm like, go start reading tarot cards. She's now doing it. But like, honestly, like it was a long process from her for that to kind of happen, but it happened and she's doing it and it's awesome. And then my one friend, is um he boxes that's his thing and he wants to he has dreams and it's amazing it's amazing to hear his dreams and i'm like i want to brand you on social media he's like no not yet and i'm like okay but when you're ready you gotta let me know because i think he could totally become an influencer he's got four leo placements i think he could magnetize the energy 100 he just has to actually put himself out there and like brand himself he doesn't use social media smart of him but i'm just like i want to brand him to like help him so that he can generate a new revenue stream outside of like what he's going to school for i want my brother to have you know an extra client on in addition to his nine to five income i want my mom to when she's near retirement i want her to still be like helping people in a way by offering reiki sessions and then my friend is doing her tarot readings i want her to keep doing that while she's figuring out other parts of her life you know what i mean and it's like you right now listening to this, you, I could probably have a conversation with you and you could, you'll tell me something you like to do. And I can, I will tell you how you can turn it into a business. You can do it, but it's like, yeah, I'm very passionate about it. That's why my book, it is about astrology and mindfulness and you don't have to have a business to read this book and buy this book. So I'm talking about it, but I mean, I think we can all be entrepreneurs and the way the world is like being an entrepreneur gives you that quote unquote freedom that it's, it gives you an abundance of a lot of things. And the majority of it is time. You just, you don't necessarily have freedom because it's like you don't work for anybody, but you really do work for your clients. But you have the abundance of time given to an entrepreneur. You make your own schedule. Now for some people that might not be good for other people that might be great. So I'm going to wrap this up because I can only record for 30 minutes on here and it's going to start blinking at me and it's going to freak me out and distract me (laughs) with the Gemini. So this is a table of contents for my book. So I start off with my acknowledgements and dedications because I'm a super sentimental Pisces moon, Cancer rising. I have my formal disclosure about all of the like, if you are an entrepreneur or you are an aspiring entrepreneur, there's a list of things that like you should be doing, but like go seek out professional advice from people in those areas. I have a note from me on recognizing my matriarchy and the wonderful two women who taught me 
my woo-woo spiritual and got me into it from a young age. Then I have my introduction, my story of how I inevitably become an entrepreneur and will always in some way be doing something entrepreneurial. And then the book is broken down into four parts. So the first part is why astrology and mindfulness should matter to entrepreneurs. We have a yin and yang energy chapter and the need for balance. Those kind of go hand in hand. But you don't why astrology and mindfulness should matter to everyone reading this book. Part two, knowing yourself through astrology will help your business. Knowing yourself through astrology will help yourself. We have the four pillars, the 12 zodiac signs, the 10 planets, the 12 houses, cycles and energy, the moon, elements and balance. Using your energy with weekly, monthly cosmic forecasts, setting boundaries with time, communication and energy. Then we have part three, incorporating mindfulness into your business, incorporating mindfulness into your life. Because life and business are intertwined if you're if you're self-employed. <laughs> uh, we have exploring mindfulness practices, a spiritual tools guide. Because mindfulness to spirituality, it's just, it's not that like, I don't know, elevating. I don't know. And then I have an abundant living and money blueprint, which is something I, I'm not, I'm like more working on right now. But I suggest other resources as well to expand on what I write or like what you read from what I've written in here. Part four is your conscious business toolkit. This is really just if you are a, a business owner or aspiring to be one. Um, we have being in alignment with your business and your brand strategy and messaging because I am a marketing person. So then I got my conclusion about me, some resources, and then the rest of the book. So the book is only... The book is really big. Like when I got it, I was like, oh my goodness. It's like as big as my head. It's 222 pages because you got to have those angel numbers in here. You know what I'm saying? So it's 163 pages. Like that's the book and it'd be like a good size. But then because I wanted angel numbers, we, my wonderful designer Danielle, shout out to Danielle again. She added in just all of these pages as lines. I'm already using my like proof copy here as my, uh, my new little journal. It says reflections and we go all the way up to 222 because, you know, you gotta journal stuff and then throughout the entire book there are prompts for you to write journal notes this book if you've taken a class a course or you're part of the membership get the book so you can like have a little companion while taking all the stuff with me while you're learning it can be like your little learning buddy i am as a gemini i'm like learning about learning and this is just like another resource that i want my students to have but like you can also just buy it and not take one of my courses and do like self-learning i'm very self-directed with learning so if you're like that too do that, but it kind of just gives a little bit of my story before diving into all the goodness. But if people are like, Lisa, how do you plan stuff in your business? Go read the book and I tell you how I plan things within my business. That's everything I have to say. It's gone red on here and it's like freaking me out. So I'm going to end the podcast here. But the link in the bio, link in the bio, oh my God, what am I on Instagram? <laughs> the link in the show notes will um, be so you can buy the book. It's on Amazon. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love, and I hope you have a very, very mindful rest of your day. If you love today's episode, do not forget to share it with a friend or on social media or leave a review or rating below and make sure to tag us on social media at Be Mindful Studio or Be Mindful Podcast if you share it. 
Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an episode idea that you would like covered, don't be afraid to message me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you and stay in touch. Thank you so much again for your support, and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode. Thank you.